It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, this is Tessa Blanchard, and you're listening to Sports Guys Talking Wrestling. When they're not covering the sports world, they're talking about the world of professional wrestling. It's Sports Guys Talking Wrestling. Now with Justin Simmons, here's Stu Myron. I love my brother. I have always loved my brother. When you're a little kid and you're going to the Omni in Atlanta, Georgia, and here he comes, tall, blonde, Every woman in the place going absolutely nuts for him. I'd say at one point he was my hero. And natural versus nightmare just got a lot deeper. Sports guys talking wrestling on the horn. 104.9, 1019 AM, 1260, hornfm.com. Stu Myrick, my tag team partner, Justin, the Smash Simmons. So excited for this match, Stu. You have no clue. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. And... The clip, courtesy of All Elite Wrestling and Nightmare Family, Cody's response. So we had to get a reaction. Not to mention, this is the first time that we've talked to him since he was granted his release from WWE. So we bring him in. The man formerly known as Goldust joins us on the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina Hotline. It is our dear friend and Williamson County's finest, Dustin Rhodes. What's up, Dustin? How you doing, this dude? Justin, what's up? Doing great, man. Hey, doing well, doing well. Um, so before we get to the match, let's talk for a second about what you did, what you posted about a week ago. You have been, you had requested and granted your release by WWE. This closes an almost 30-year chapter of your career. Most of that spent as the iconic gold dust. When did this process start? Because you and I had talked about this during our conversation back in August. So when did this process officially start? And I've got to imagine that, amazingly, just like your brother, this was a split that has been very amicable, and they are wishing you well and everything. Uh, it was, but, uh, I mean, I just I just came off of uh, double knee surgery. So I think... Before that, probably about seven months before that, man, I just, I'm not doing much at TVs anymore because the, um, the angle with me and our truth that had kind of finalized and I'm just sitting in the back and I'm seeing all these kids come in and that's great that uh, they keep having these fresh talent in, but I'm not doing anything and my, I'm getting older. I'm starting to realize that I've gotten a lot older and my body doesn't heal as fast as these young kids now like like i used to and and i'm seeing it and i'm seeing what it has done to my body over the years and i always said to myself i want to get out before i can't walk anymore because me growing up just fresh in the business watching the likes of like ox baker and ernie ladd and them at a very young age of 19 years old seeing them on crutches and, and walkers and wheelchairs i was like geez man this is what i have signed up for even though it is in my blood and in my heart and in my soul and my whole being this is what i want to do but i made a promise to myself that i would get out before i got to that point where i could not walk and me sitting at home and going to tvs and doing some of the live i was still doing live events and all that just they weren't putting me on tv as much my knees were hurting my shoulders and surgeries you know after 13 something surgeries like that it, it just uh it starts to weigh on your mind and and i decided to um really i wanted to get in and, and have a conversation with Vince at the office not a tv not not on the road but actually at you know in stanford at the office so i could get get him one-on-one and explain my concerns and how I'm really feeling. And at this point, you know, it was like, let me get this surgery first 
because I need, both my knees need it. And I went and did the surgery and I had planned on having this meeting as soon as the surgery was over and we, we planned on it. And then I get to New York and Vince can't see me. So Hunter sees me and I go into Paul's office, you know, and I'm, I'm nervous as hell because this is a big, this was a big, big thing for me to actually swallow for months and, and try to accept that, you know, my time has run out and that's, that's very hard for me to still accept. And I walked in there and I basically took every ounce of courage I had to say, you know, Hunter, I've done this and I've done that. But there's, there's really nothing left that I can do. I've produced, I've had, I've been a producer for you backstage. I've been in all the meetings. I've put over people. I've done what I can. And I think it's time to close the chapter. Um, my body's tired and basically Hunter, I'm on my release. And I think it shocked him because he wasn't expecting, they weren't expecting me to basically say I want my release. Um, but I felt good about it because I knew I had some years behind me that I was a, a wily veteran and that I would probably get my release, hopefully get my release because of the time that I had put in there. And we talked about it for a few minutes and, you know, we finally came to an agreement that that would be good. And, and we, we talked about it and, and I left, you know, and we hugged, I cried a little bit and we hugged and on my way back to the airport, Hunter called me and Vince had just got to the office and Hunter went and, you know, conveyed his message to Vince and Vince said, okay, well, you know, I hate to see him go. Um, just give him his release and his 90 days. And, you know, we'll pay him for the 90 days and, and up through my, my actual surgery taken care of too, plus the 90 days. So I was getting paid and, and I got my release and there was some, some, uh, some battles I wouldn't, you know, don't want to really go into to get that final release, which was just recently, April 19th was my day that I was actually free and could do what I want and rest and relax and it's been great i've been recharging my batteries my knees are healed i'm getting stronger in the gym again and now i'm dropping my weight back again and getting in shape because all of a sudden this has happened with aew and cody and my focus has completely went from it's still there you know which which is one of the reasons i I left WWE to follow my other dream of acting. So my acting is there, but this kind of jumped in my lap and I had to take it because it's like we weren't allowed to have that WrestleMania moment that I fought for for years and years. And they just would not grant me that match. And we ended up having that Fastlane match, which, which was one of the worst matches I think I've ever been involved with. It just did not click. And that was partially my fault because I thought the match would be uh, a little better. So I took it in a direction that I thought was right. And I made the wrong decision of taking it in that direction. And it needed to be a different direction. But anyways, the match happened. It wasn't what I wanted, which was that WrestleMania moment with my brother. That he, I, I wouldn't be able to top that. I mean, he, from WrestleMania moment to Roddy Piper to doing stuff with The Shield and, and Cody and dad and, and just everything, you know, all together. And this would, would have been the topper. So this popped in my lap, the double or nothing in Vegas, AEW. And I was like, this could be my moment. This could be our moment at my last, my last stand to go out there and, um, show the world that, you know, I still got it, you know, but not necessarily show the world or show Cody, but just it's on a more personal level that this is the moment that we were not given and we can make this spectacular and awesome in every way. And I can do what I do best, which is go out and tell stories. And him and I had good chemistry when we did our European tour and we tore the houses down every night and had fun with it but there's some animosity there and I want this to end between him and myself because it's uh, gotten a little out of hand. And, you know, I've lost a lot of sleepless nights over my brother and I'm still losing sleepless nights until this thing is behind me, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. We talk, talking with Dustin Rhodes and, you know, and just to, just to kind of 
close put a bow on that. I'm sure, you know, I mean, what everything that you did in WWE, um, it's it, you know, that will that will live on forever. And I'm sure that the day will come sooner rather than later that we're gonna see you get that ring and stand in front of everybody to accept your induction into the WWE Hall of Fame and that'll be a fantastic fantastic moment. So we've so you've been well, really go ahead. I you know I, people have been saying that a lot lately cuz I put out that you know me and my wife were sitting here what can I do to say goodbye and thank you to the fans. You know because I I'm not the type that just I, I want to go to TV and get in the middle of the ring and say thank you for all you know that's just not me. So I wanted to do just a short little video and and I decided to just buy a trunk off of Facebook, you know, and I had this picture in my, my mind of this is where Goldust will rest. This is where his stuff, his gear is in here, all this. And I bought this mannequin head and I painted it up and, it, you know, it signified me putting putting Goldust to rest in a chest and closing the door on that chapter. And it took off. I had no idea. Oh, well, it was ex- the, the viral implications that, that it had. It was like, and my daughter, my daughter is a really good editor of film, film and, and video and photography and all that kind of stuff. And she put in this Game of Thrones music that sounded like Jon Snow's death scene. Or something. <laughs> and it just, it was so sad. And then as soon as I put that out, I put out my, my statement and it just, it ran, man. And I was like, my Twitter hasn't been that alive in like a couple of years. And it just really, it was shocking. I mean, I really had no idea that I was cared for that much. And it, it was a good feeling. And it's, it's sad. It's still sad, but, you know, very sad, but it's like, I appreciate that. You know, I really do appreciate it very, very much. And I tried to express that the best I could in that statement that I, that I gave and put out and hopefully People, for real, truly will not ever forget the name of Gold Dust and what I've done for the, the business over this past 31 years. Well, it was so beautifully shot and it was so poignant. And, and you're right. It just resonated on so many levels with so many different. I, I think it's funny because I look back and think about this, but I really want to know what you think about this. It's just that you have touched so many different generations of wrestling fans because you mentioned that WrestleMania moment when you had the Hollywood backlot bra. Uh, that is one of my favorite moments of you, but that was when I was a much younger person, but I've been able to see you grow and progress through your career. So I can't imagine how many times there are people seeing you for the first time, but yet you were able to rope them in with what you were able to portray in the ring with the, with the professional way that only you can to make that well, character it, come alive and tell those stories. To look back at the backlot brawl, which is really what Seth Goldust's character off, and it kind of went off from there. And there was there was a time where I was struggling and trying to find the character, trying to find myself. And the new generation of kids are coming in, and they're not Goldust for the first time, like you said, and. I was just doing my very best. I think I had it in me. It's in our family, man, to go out there and entertain, and we're good at it. So it's uh, – I haven't had too many WrestleMania moments like that, though, because I'm probably the the top at losing matches at, at WrestleMania. i am probably got the record for that. But to just be involved in that, and then I think the next closest thing would be something like the Randy Orton thing on Monday Night Raw, then the Shield and, and us with, with the Dream. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, Cody's you know, the match with with uh, um, at, at Fastlane as bad as it was. And, you know, the Booker T and Goldust stuff. Those are kind of the moments that I remember and set up my character in my mind. And I, I think the kids because they bring up the Booker T stuff all the time and then the R2 <laughs> stuff. And, and now the kids are like you have a whole nother generation that's about to pop up who won't even know who the hell I am till they get the WWE network and see all the stuff that I've done. And I like that painted guy, dad, you know, and this is like, <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, exactly. So, well, and, and, you know, and you mentioned the Booker T stuff. Of course we, you know, we get a chance to see Booker T quite often down in reality of wrestling. And 
Uh, I think one of these days you're going to have to make that trip with me. We'll go down there and hang out with, with Booker and Stevie Ray and everybody down there, and that could be a cool moment. Yeah, I'd love to do that. Yeah. That'd be fun. So, All right, so now that we've, you know, we've talked about the release, let's, let's get to May 25th. And I want to play a snippet. Again, this was a, the video, the video series Road to Double or Nothing that they're putting out to build up anticipation for Double or Nothing, which will happen May 25th at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas. And I'm going to play this one snippet. And this is where Cody compares the situation between you and him to the parable of the prodigal son. There's two brothers. One does everything right. One works very hard. Tries to keep his family whole. The other goes abroad, whores about, and makes every conceivable wrong choice you could possibly make. But it's the first brother who is equally in the wrong because he has an expectancy from the father for all his good deeds, and none of it matter. The father loved them the same. I've sat on enough couches telling my story to know which brother I am. I'm good with it. You know, Dustin, you and I have talked about this before, but I, I just want to get kind of start getting your kind of reaction to what Cody started to tell here in this video, and, and, and especially with that kind of uh, kind of juxtaposing it with that famous parable. Well, um, it's you know Stu it's 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 tough uh hold on you know I, I've listened to that five or six times now and it's it, it just um yeah. hey man I'm, I need to go man I I really haven't fully processed this all right. I, I love you to death, but I, I need to go, man. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Hey, uh, Dust. Um, oh, wow. Okay. Well, man. Um, I, sh I, so full disclosure, Dustin and I talked, you know, so the, this video was, was released on Sunday. Yeah. This past yeah. Sunday. And he and I had been talking for a while about, you know, we want to do this. And then they, you know, and, and, you know, if you saw Dustin's video, it was, it, you know, it was very poignant. And he's talking about, you know, and it was kind of the, you know, it's a story that you would expect. You know, Dustin's older. I mean, he's, what, six months younger than me, and I'm 50. Um, well, and the whole thing put, put putting out the pasture, you know. Well, he mentioned the surgeries right. and the toll that the profession has taken on his body throughout this time period. Right, and... And I knew this had struck a chord with him. Um, he still wanted to come on, but I think maybe this has hit a little bit closer to home than you might expect. I mean, it comes from the flesh and blood. This, it, it, yeah, this is his brother. This is this is not some, you know, this is his brother. And if I mean, you, you have a brother. I have. I have I a brother. Have, I have a younger. Can brother. you imagine if your brother was off? on camera saying those things about you and you know which one he's talking about yeah well that, and that that's hurts the thing. that really hurts and like deeply like uh, I, in a way where most people can't comprehend yeah you're right and and especially with the history of of cody and dustin and dusty and everything with their family if you go back to when when dustin and i were talking back in august the he is talking yeah. about his addictions and everything um and he even referenced it at that time yes. as well. Uh, you know, I'll we'll get to commercial here in just a second, and I'll and when we go to commercial, I'll give him a call or text him and see if he wants to come back on. Or, um, but I knew this was this had hit close to home, and you know, this was and this some of the things Cody said. I, let me play another. I want to play another clip real quick. And I'm sorry that Dustin's not here to to uh, 
to uh, uh, address it, but uh, this is where he mentioned that in, 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 in when, when Dustin and I talked about this after the video released, yeah, Cody wanting to practically just put Dustin down and compared it to Old Yeller. Take a listen. When you do something to death, when you ride something to death, that's literally what happens. When that animal can't go anymore and it falls out on the trail and you can feel the tension in its eyes and its fluttered breaths of panic and it knows it's going to die and it wants to die. You don't just leave it because you love it. You pull from the hip you roll your fingers on the steel of the chamber. You pull the hammer back. You do not anticipate the recoil, and you blow it away. Like I said, I love my brother. I mean, how chilling was that, that he ends that with the very way he started the video, I love my brother. Yeah, I mean... It seems like Cody Rhodes might have to maybe get some sort of psychoanalysis exam before he probably step into this match because there's a lot well, that he's working through and apparently. And that's the thing, I you know, you know, we've been lucky enough. We know Cody. We've had Cody on the show. Yeah, we've gotten to be around Cody. I've gotten to be around Cody a lot, and I'm wondering how much how much this is because, like Dustin said, this is, you know, yeah, they had the match at, at Fastlane years ago, but that yeah. was. That was more. That was Goldust and Stardust. Yes, that too. was not Dustin Rhodes no, and Cody Rhodes. Exactly. I was going to say this is deeper than just a wrestling match. That's what it seems to be here. It's a generational fight, and in fact, you know, during the video, Cody mentioned about this isn't just about Dustin. This was about the Attitude Era, and Dustin is Goldust is such an iconic part of the Attitude Era. Exactly. You so, can't have that Attitude Era without Goldust because no. he did make that bridge from the new... And he even just said a little while ago from the new generation to the Attitude Area to Ruthless Aggression and everything far beyond between. I mean, he has really been a, a, a cornerstone of WWE programming for so many decades now. Yeah, I agree. Well, at least previously. I, yeah. Um, I tell you what, we're going to take a quick time out uh, I'm going to see if I can get a hold of Dustin during the commercial break. Uh, when we come back, uh, we'll see if we have Dustin. If we don't, we'll talk some of the other stuff that's happening in wrestling. Uh, you're listening. Sports Guys Talking Wrestling on the Horn. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. FCU! This is almighty Christopher Daniels. I am a national treasure, an inspiration to children everywhere, and the man with the rear that makes the girls cheer. And you are listening to Sports Guys Talking Wrestling. You're welcome. Sports Guys Talking Wrestling on the horn, 104.9 AM, 1260, 101.9 hornfm.com. Stu Myrick, Justin Smash Simmons. Um, I did talk to Dustin Rhodes during the commercial break. Um, as as we expected, this has hit him uh, harder than he thought. Yeah, I, I, you know, he's mentioned it in the past. You know, their relationship and how when they were teaming together, things kind of like the fences were being mended, but things kind of exploded after that, and it, it's just like there's still some issues that have to be resolved from the past. And even though it seems like they gone over this before, it's just opening up another wound, so to speak. Well, and this is family. This is not your normal wrestling rivalry. This is family. But this is not your normal family either. And that's not your, that's right. So, um, I mean, there's a lot of lineage in this family, especially within the, the, you know, the four corners. Absolutely. 
Um, so, you know, out of respect for him, uh, he's such a good friend, as is Cody. Um, we're going to let him do that. And I, I, we are hoping that maybe we'll have him back the week, of, maybe the week of Double or Nothing before he heads to Vegas. Well, we'll have him on uh, to at least talk the match. Uh, hopefully by then yeah, I mean, he'll be in a good place where he can. But, yeah, this this has this has really gotten to him. Yeah, you know, hopefully he can collect his thoughts and come up with a poignant way of how he wants to put this. But obviously from what we heard and especially from what we heard during the break, I mean, just not really feeling it right now to continue the conversation right. as is. And I didn't want to push it. No, because I, I think he was going to say something that he might regret. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, in the meantime, we had a couple of actually really good pay-per-views yes excellent this, pa- this past weekend and by the way uh if you if you don't follow us on twitter yet why not you need <laughs> exactly. to follow us at sgtwatx and the reason you need to do that is because as we on on third it was friday excuse me it was on friday we are now partnered up with Fight TV. Yay! Thank you, Fight TV. Fight TV, we love you. That, a great platform for getting all of combat sports, not yes. just wrestling, but they they always have some incredible wrestling events. All the Ring of Honor events are on there. Mm-hmm. Um, the NWA stuff is on there. AEW Double or Nothing will be on there. Uh, Reality Wrestling does their does their pay per views on yes. Fight TV and through the Fight app. And yeah, so there's a Fight TV app. Um, so huge shout out to them. Follow them on Twitter at Fight TV and go to fight.tv. See how see what events they've got coming up. And we were able to give away free pay-per-views yeah. on Twitter, but you had to be following us on Twitter yeah, to get them. And retweet as always. So. But that tells you for the future, you could be watching some fantastic pay-per-views for free by just following the show. That's right. Thanks Absolutely. to all our friends over at Fight TV. That's right. In fact, we um, I will I will thank. Let's see. It was uh, at at Boston Arman. I believe that's his Twitter handle. At Boston Arman, Arman. Excuse me. He won the code for Saturday's Crockett Cup, the NWA Ring mm-hmm. of Honor, and then Alyssa, who is at at Alyssa underscore sober. She was able to catch a the Impact Wrestling's Rebellion for free, thanks to us and and to Fight TV. So, another reason you need to follow us on Twitter, and uh, we'll be doing it some more. I'm sure. I bet you we'll have at least one or two codes to give away for Double or Nothing. Oh, easily. And if not that, you know there are tons of other great shows coming up throughout the rest of the year from Ring of Honor. Yes. Yeah, you got that you're going to want to see. We got Best in the World coming up in June. Um, you've got the the War of the Worlds tour. There's going to be some good stuff. So make your, and, and of course they even if you don't win the codes, uh, check them out. Great prices and really good content. And even if you already subscribe to the app, if you win the code, you can give it to a friend, and they will be your best friend for life. There you go. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of the events, let's. Uh, so Saturday. The National Wrestling Alliance, Ring of Honor Wrestling, brought you the Crockett Cup the first time in 35 years. Now, before you even um, talk... Well, 30 years. Before you even talk about the stuff in the ring, can we talk about the actual ring itself? How cool was I that? Know. That was awesome. That was uh, that was that that did my heart good to not only see the old school Ring of Honor logos, yeah. which, shout out to our dear friend, Kerry Silken. Yep. I think that's, that was his that's logo. His, that's his logo. But to see... The iconic blue mat with the yellow NWA letters. I mean, on the canvas and the turnbuckles. That that did my heart good. Oh yeah, my that god, that was so awesome. That was like, I was. And then they, you know, of course they brought out the Midnight Express, mm-hmm. all three members. They brought out friend of the show Nikita Koloff, yeah. the Russian Nightmare, and Magnum TA. That was so cool. Um, congratulations. A little bit of surprise, I'll be honest. Villain Enterprises, PCO and, and Brody King. They're a hot tag team. What can I say? Yeah, so they captured the Crockett Cup. And, oh, by the way, because the NWA announced right before the event, they are now the new 
NWA World Tag Team Champions. Okay, so they lost the last tag team championship that they just claimed. But hey, they won a cup and this one. So double suit for them. They get the same tag titles that teams like the Road Warriors, the Midnight Express, the Rock and Roll Express, Tully Blanchard, Narn Anderson, Raging Bull, Manny Fernandez, and Rick in in um oh good lord. Rick Rude, yeah. Yeah, Rick I was going to say Rick yeah, Rude. Yeah, it was, you had it was, it. Rude. I was like, it was on the tip of your tongue. Man, it sucks. Is it because Robert Rude has been throwing that's, you off? That's it. It's the whole <laughs> glorious thing. But um, it was, yeah, that was that was really cool. They defeated Royce Isaacs and Thomas Latimer. Uh, Thomas Latimer, he, if he looked familiar, formerly known as Bram yeah, in TNA. Yeah, I was going to say he should look a little familiar to you pro wrestling fans right. out there. They won the they won a wild card battle royal to even to just get into the tournament. Yeah, they wrestled more times that night than every other competitor yeah. and, uh, team. And almost and they almost won. But PCO got Brody King to reset his arm in the <laughs> weirdest way possible. And because PCO is not human, as we have established time and time again. That guy's not human, man. No, he's not. It's like I'm really thinking he's not human. Dude, he's doing things at your age or even more so than your age. Yeah, he's, he's uh, 53, I think. Something like that. Not to mention all the years that he was bumping around as one of the Quebecers. Yes. So for him to do what he does with like little to no regard for his well-being is just insane. Never matter. Never matter the the finals match, the semifinals yes! match with, with the Briscoes. That's what I'm talking about, yes. And, <laughs> and re- remember, these two teams battled in San Antonio. I was I, there in San Antonio when they when they won tag awards to get into the Crockett Cup. That was just, oh, my God. Hellacious? Oh. That's a good word for it. Oh, that was nuts. I'm surprised anybody came out of that match. I, I am too, believe me. But we saw some really good stuff. I mean, I know it was the Briscoes, but how cool was it to see the Rock and Roll Express? Dude, how cool! I mean, those guys—they had—they had a good match. It was fun. I liked watching what I saw. It was good to see Robert get the hot tag. It was come in clean house. It was. But I mean, you know, you have to give some. It them boys. Yeah, don't mess with them boys. You you have to respect. You know, I'm glad they're friends of ours. Underrated tag team, definitely one of them. I know they've done it all in Ring of Honor. Yes, they have for years and years and years. But I don't think they get enough love from from the wrestling public as a whole because you know the Ring of Honor boys. They've been there from the very start, for the most part. They were, yeah. And in fact, I think what Mark Mark was there from day one. Yeah, and I, and I get it. Their violent personas and their and their style of wrestling isn't for everybody. But I, I, is it Mark who won the championship? Who won the Ring of Honor title? I want to say Jay. Was it Jay? Jay's won. The but title. I was going to say they both have the wrestling acumen beyond the hardcore yeah. and their pure brawling style. They're Absolutely. well-rounded performers. They've won the IWGP tag t- tag titles too. Exactly. I, mean, I these, just don't think they get enough are, credit. No, they don't. They don't. A um, couple other couple other results. Congratulations to Allison K, aka Sienna. She is your new NWA World Women's Champion. She defeated Santana Garrett. Uh, the title was vacated uh, by Jazz due to medical issues. And again, we hope we want to wish the best to Jazz. Um, we know that she's going to come back be- better than ever, and and she's going to want to crack at that title. But congratulations, Sienna. Colt Cabana is has def- def- or Colt Cabana defeated Willie Mack. So he is now your new national champion. I have to admit that one was interesting. I was not expecting Colt to come away with a win I, there. That was that was interesting. That was a little bit of a different Colt Cabana that we've seen in the ring too. Definitely more aggressive. It was kind of it brought was. back to his like pure wrestling days. I mean, he's always been good though. He's always been a really. Good, I mean, he's a former NWA World Champion. Yes. So you know this it's. He's got all the skills, but I guess sometimes it, people lose track of his wrestling ability because. People equate him with his out of the ring ventures, like his podcast, or when they do see him in the ring now, he it looks like he's really enjoying work. So he likes to have fun, you know, yeah. make some people smile, and doesn't always look like the most serious competitors. But people forget. I mean, this guy was battling with CM Punk and all mm-hmm. those other uh, guys from the independent scene back in the glory days of the independent scene. So Absolutely. he definitely has the chops to wrestle. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, the one title that did not change hands is was the ten pounds of gold. Nick Aldis, Marty Skrull in an absolute war. I mean, and I don't know what I could. I still don't quite get how Nick Aldis got cut open. But by the time that match was over, 
He spilled a lot of blood. Well, you wanted an old school NWA throwback match. You got it. It could have been Ric Flair in there with that crimson mask and that, that flowing yeah. blood mane because that that's might, what he had. Yeah, that might as well. It, it was just, uh, I mean, tip of the cap to both men. That was that was an NWA title ma- world title match for the ages. That I mean, was really that was a throwback. I was gonna say, how cool is that though? You know, good friends, better enemies. Absolutely, Ex- essentially what they are. Because I mean, I really felt that if anybody, and I know I've thrown down, th- thrown around, underrated a lot here, but Marty Skrull. First, I thought he was gonna win the ROH title because right. I thought this was his moment. It's right. set up for him. And then I was like, well, if he has to win the NWA title. Why not get it from one of his former friends? Because that would be so poignant. Mm-hmm. And I really thought that this was going to be the night that the NWA decided, like, hey, okay, we've had Aldis. He had his run. Now let's see if we can inject some new blood into the title. But Aldis, I mean, ever the fighting champion, able to retain the 10 pounds of goal. And now I'm just kind of wondering who's going to be his next opponent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, and we all are. So, uh, again, uh, kudos to everybody involved with the Crockett Cup. Uh, fantastic commentary by oh, Col- yes. Col- uh, by Ian Riccoboni and Joe Galley, our friend from San Antonio, and the the incomparable James E. Cornette. I was going to say, yes, I, we didn't mention the commentary, but what terrific work from everybody that was on the call that night. Really, I mean, Cornette's information is just like an encyclopedia. I just, love it. Just calling back to old matches. And, I love it. And I'm glad that they had him in, in, in Carolina, in the Carolinas. Oh, yeah. You know, it just really gave There's the no whole... Other, there was no other place where that could be held. No, but it really just tied together the whole atmosphere. Like, yeah. everything was perfect, and this was probably one of the better wrestling pay-per-views I've seen, you know, within the last couple of years. It was. It was a really good pay-per-view. So, again, kudos to everybody with the ring... with with Ring of Honor and the National Wrestling Alliance. Um, and Nick Aldis, you know what? It, it's so funny. You know, when he first became champ, he was the smarmy, you know, champion. But I tell you what, I think here in the last several months, he's I've really gained a lot of respect for him just because he seems to have really, he's starting to grasp what having that belt around his waist means. Well, I mean, that's a perfect statement to make, Stu, because he's really grown into the title. Because, he really has. Because when he was given the title, everybody was like, who? Magnus? Well, You're going to well, give the title to Magnus? Well, and the tributes that he always, he, uh, I mean, he always talks about, you know, whether it's talking to Harley Race or talking to Dory Funk Jr. or talking to some of these, some of the, the, the former champions from the from back in the day. That means a lot. That's huge. And well, those are the and he's even talked about how fans will come up and and you know come to him in tears because they have such reverence for that belt. You know, I have that reverence. Well, yeah, and the, the belt, belt buckle for that belt and the belt buckle. Right. <laughs> I was going to say no. There's a lot of lineage behind that that title. Seventy plus years. Yeah, and I, and it, and when you get wrestling fans like yourself that remember how much this title used to mm-hmm. mean, it's only great to see how much this title can mean in the near future because it's it's on it's on it's on its way back it's bouncing back so nicely and everybody at the nwa billy dave i know just terrific job from them absolutely absolutely when we come back from this timeout uh we still got to get to impact wrestling's pay-per-view plus we got to talk a little wwe because well there's a little wwe talk about all that more coming back sports guys talking wrestling Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> this is Marta the Moth Martinez from Lucha Underground, and you're listening to Sports Guys Talking Wrestling. <laughs> it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. <laughs> Sports Guys Talking Wrestling podcast-only segment. Stu Myrick, Justin the Smash Simmons. Um, speaking of Lucha Underground, did you hear that there are a few more wrestlers trying to get released? 
Yeah, I saw and apparently that. Apparently, they're law- law- lawyering up. It seems like they have no other choice. AAA, need, AAA needs to figure this out and figure it out fast because they are not going to win this. They're not going to have a product here pretty soon, especially yeah. with the... I, I mean, they do understand that this is a rather tight-knit community of yes. performers, right? And they all talk with each other when they're on the road because mm-hmm. they're all independent contractors. Right. And they go from locker room to locker room, from town to town, and they discuss their dealings you know, with people that they're friendly with. And if things aren't going well in a certain organization... Other people are going to find out. And they're going to stay away in droves. And if if I'm one of these guys, unless I'm some, you know, indie guy that has never gotten a sniff of the big time, I probably would not be considering signing anything to a Lucha Underground contract because it doesn't seem like you would be able to get out of it. No. what, What AAA and Lucha Underground are doing is it's not good. No, it hurts the talent. And and. And yeah, you're not gonna, and nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna want any piece of you. You can forget about a season five. Not to mention, especially nowadays, there are so many options: WWE, Ring of Honor, NWA, AEW, Impact, Super Indies. Or you get signed up by NXT within the WWE branch. Yeah, that's know? right. So many places There's, you can go. There are way too many opportunities for for Lucha Underground to be and, playing like this. And who's to say that you're not going to make? good money by just traveling the indies if you are really one of the indie darlings because you can come to Austin and you can work like three promotions all within yeah. the month and then you can still keep your other bookings you know wherever else you may be going like PWG or ZZW like you're going to earn a decent living if people know who you are and they like you right no, so do you. you really need Lucha Underground because I mean they're doing our friend like somebody like Jeff Cobb a real disservice yeah Jeff Cobb who oh by the way is Killing it, not only in Ring of Honor, but in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yeah. And New Japan Pro Wrestling, guess what? They're a hell of a lot bigger than the AAA. True. So I would, you know, if if I if I were whispering into Rodan's ear, I would say, dude, you need to fix this and fix it quick. I, I just don't know what they're going to do. Because they need, they still need stars. And don't get me wrong, they did a great job in season one, season two of protruding guys and women that yeah. were going to turn into top stars for and other they were companies. Fine, but but you know, look at what happened with Ricochet. How long he had to wait before he could even debut with NXT? I know, and that was a disservice to everybody. Yes. I mean, obviously more for him because that hurts his bottom line. But for us as fans, it takes away of a of a great talent. That's right. Not being able to exp- to to. Flourish more. Plus, let's not forget, AAA has this alleged relationship with AEW. Yeah. How much is that going to affect a with? How much is that going to affect that relationship? How long for AEW says, um, you need to, you need to fix this, or you know, we'll find somebody else to partner up with. Yeah, I was wondering how that was going to work. If they were just going to keep uh, both shows rolling and they're going to stock both shows with talent from mm-hmm. their end. Because don't get me wrong, I understand that some of the storylines could be out there for Lucha Underground. If you didn't get into the whole supernatural aspect of the show, maybe it didn't strike that chord it needed to strike with you. But there was no question that the action between the ropes in the ring or outside of the ring in a lot of their cases was fantastic to see. But I just don't know if they'll have that performer from here on out. I agree. I absolutely agree. Um, Impact Wrestling had Rebellion on Sunday. Another good show, a really good show, and it's it had been a while since I've spent a you know considerable amount of time watching Impact, and boy, this was really good. Um, Tessa Blanchard, Gail Kim, that was you know a, a fight for the ages. Well, how cool was it to see Tolly come out? That was that really talk cool with her. That was that was cool. I mean, you and I, we've seen Tolly when Tessa would wrestle at Russell Circus. Yeah. Tolly was there. We, I mean, I still it still blows my mind that. There was a Russell Circus show where he and I are standing behind everybody. We're just kind of chit chatting about him, some random match, and I'm thinking, "Oh my god, I'm I'm we're we're talking a match, talking through a match with one of the Four Horsemen." Yeah, just, but yeah, you know, talking about the Four Horsemen real quick, isn't it so cool that some of the best of their generation ended up raising daughters? And I'm sure when they had daughters, they were thinking like, "Oh, they're what, what are they going to be when they grow up?" And now here they are, following in their own dad's footsteps, and yeah. they're totally invested. Tolly was just sitting there in the back 
didn't want to be interrupted during his daughter's match because he was looking at what was going on in the ring. And every time you see Ric Flair talk about Charlotte, he is just always gushing. So it's yeah. just amazing how from one generation to another, it doesn't matter, man or woman, uh, the lineage is still there. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Um, the LAX Lucha Brothers match, I mean... How is Ray Phoenix still walking? I he he as soon as he hit that spot off the ladder onto the table, it was it was almost exactly like what, what we saw at AEW last time they were I, here in I, Austin. That's exactly what I thought of as soon as I saw that happen. I was Absolutely. like, oh no, he he's like again. he he hurt himself very similar here, and he had to be taken to the hospital. And luckily, it ended up being like somewhat a, a, a like a, a neck contusion. Essentially. Yeah, it wasn't even a stinger. It was something. It was something more mild than that. Yeah. But it just looked. It looked awful. Yeah. Anytime you get you know you're falling near the head neck area, it's they say to protect yourself. It's really hard to protect yourself when you're falling straight on your head. It is, but I mean, what a hell of a match! And and congrats, LAX. Yeah, I mean, those guys are just great, aren't they? This is now four. Yep. Four time Impact Tag Team Champions. Yes, and they were the tag team uh, Impact Tag Team of the Year, year last, last year. Uh-huh. No doubt in my mind, at least with the way 2019 is going, that they won't be the Impact Tag Team of the Year this year too. And oh, by the way, they're coming to Impact uh, to Inspire Pro Wrestling. On May 26th. Yeah, so if you're in Austin, I mean, I'm telling you, you want to see one of the top tag teams in the world of professional wrestling today, I would go out and go see them. They're they're taking on Juicy Thunder for the Twin Dragon Connection titles. Oh, man, they might be able to collect some more gold by the end of all this. Look, you know how much I love Juicy Cherry Rollins and and Thunder Rosa? I won't bet against LAX. Uh, LAX is a different beast. I mean, don't get me wrong. Totally different, yeah. Um, Congrats. Speaking of, you know, guys we see here in Austin, Brian Cage, the machine, the current Russell Circus ringmaster and sideshow champion. Yeah. He's added more gold. He is now the Impact World Champion. Defeating John, Johnny uh Johnny Impact. Um did you see who showed up to challenge him? I can't say that Big I did. Big Mike. Michael Elgin. Oh, it begins. Michael Elgin showed up and power bombed the machine. So that's why he's laying up in and hospital. And Big Mike, huh? by the way, has he's dropped a little weight and he looks Oh my god, he looks cut. Yeah, I was going to say I mean, he looks he looks in the best shape he's ever been. I think I think he knows how important this run is going to be for his career overseas. And when I say overseas, back in America. Yes. Yeah. We already know he's a darling in Japan. People love Big Mike Elgin. And we've seen him. We've seen him wrestle. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, we saw him wrestle Jeff Cobb. <laughs> oh, yeah. Remember oh, when they were having like, that suplex match at Wrestle Circus, yes. essentially? Which was crazy. And I've, I've always liked his work. But now this is a chance for the rest of the nation here in the United States to get a look at this guy and see what he is all about because he is special. And can you imagine the rivalry between him and Brian Cage? Uh, now, uh, hopefully Cage is okay. I mean, you did see those yeah, photos yeah, that were posted after, right? And he he put he put out said, yeah, he's hurt his back. He he seems to think it's not as bad as it looked, but he's got a rest. So hopefully, it won't be very long before he's back at it. No, because he worked really hard to become champion. Yeah. I mean, and well, and and Impact's got TV tapings. I want to say into this week at the twenty three hundred Arena in Philly, mm-hmm. the former ECW Arena. So hopefully he's back at it really soon. Um, just all in all, what a, a, a tremendous card. Um, and then they made the announcement that Slammiversary, th- this is their next pay-per-view, July 7th. And take one while guess what city's in. Dallas, Texas. <laughs> so, And I posted this on our Twitter. So let's recap. WWE Raw will be at the American Airlines Center in Dallas on July 1st, Monday. New Japan Pro Wrestling will have the first night of the G1 Climax on July 6th at the American Airlines Center in Dallas. Yes. And then July 7th, Impact Wrestling Slammiversary, their pay-per-view, will be in Dallas. You see a pattern here? (laughs) Dallas is like the hotbed of professional wrestling again. And oh, by the way... Our friends at VIP Wrestling, they're talking about doing a show that Friday night. 
I, if I was VIP Wrestling or any other wrestling company within the DFW, I would be putting on a show I, at some point that week for sure. I guess I'm going to be spending all weekend in Dallas-Fort Worth that, that weekend. Uh, you're going to be using up those Lakina points. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That's what we need, Stu. We got Fight TV. Now we just need we to get Lakinta yeah, in on this. Yeah, Lakinta, call us. We'll, we'll, we'll make you a deal. So. And Waffle House, if you can send a few vouchers oh, yeah. our oh, way, absolutely. we'll definitely we'll do some Waffle House. Absolutely. We'll definitely return the favor. Yeah, uh, just, I mean, that's just nuts. But, but Slammiversary is essentially like their second big show. That's that's kind of like it's, it's kinda like their like, SummerSlam. That's their SummerSlam. Yeah, Bound for Glory is their WrestleMania. Flame of Virtue is their SummerSlam. So Slam. this is another thing for pro wrestling fans out there to just to take into account that this is their second biggest show of the year, and they're bringing it to Dallas. Yes, how cool is that? On yeah. top of everything else, you'll get to see that week. Yeah, yeah. What was it? It wasn't the last time they were in Dallas, but I think the time before that was when they had Ross and Marshall Von Erich and Kevin. Yeah. Yeah, I think I was in Arlington. Yeah, they had all three. Yeah. Together, which I can't say has happened too often. No, it doesn't happen very often at all. I mean, no, because it's come all the way out from Hawaii. That's of right. Course, of course, it doesn't happen often. So, um, there uh, honestly, there's not a lot to talk about with WWE, just because oh, Raw SmackDown has been kind of forgettable. There's always there's a couple. Of, there's a couple things. Let me ask you about the the new the new uh, episode of Firehouse Funfly. Or fire, fire, firefly, firefly funhouse. Fun yeah, easy go. for me to say. Firefly funhouse. Um, that was. FFF. You know, I think I echo Corey Graves when I said I probably won't. I don't. I didn't have to sleep for the next few days anyway. I thought it was well done. It was very well done. I mean, there's now, a lot how, writing on this. We need now. We got to see it translate to the ring. I but think, I hope it will. I don't think there's any doubt that he has the in-ring acumen. No, it's not a skill. I mean the character. Oh, yes. The character as it is now. How that we got to take be. that out of the funhouse and see what he can do yeah. in the ring. So. It's going to be interesting to see like how much old school Bray Wyatt carries over to the new yeah. Bray Wyatt. Absolutely. Are we still calling him Bray Wyatt? Have yeah, they, he's still right. Say, right, they haven't changed his name. It's still Bray or Wyatt because it's the WWE. They can change their name whenever this they want. True. <laughs> this is true because apparently the the superstar shakeup is still going on. That's what I was going to say. We found out on Monday that Gallows and Anderson have now joined Monday Night Raw. Well, wasn't it good to see Gallows and Anderson though? It was, and to see that they can like they can work. Like people forgot that they can work. <laughs> they can work now. If they would only win once in a while. I, I don't know if you'll get to see them win anytime soon, unfortunately. I, I still think that I, I it would not surprise me if by the end of the year they're back with they're either back with New Japan or they're with AEW. Uh you know, we say those things. And, and I'm I know. But, but but my one thing that nobody else has talked about because they're always all like, Well, this WWE person doesn't have to stick around, they can just go sign somewhere else. It's not like those other places aren't stockpiled with other talent. What is to say that if they leave WWE that they're going to be even more successful than where they're at currently? I'm not saying that Gallows and Anderson are not capable of doing that. We already know that they can You're go right. to Japan, they can become champions over there. Yeah. But I'm not I don't think it would be like so easy for them just to waltz into AEW and be automatically Oh, these guys are tag team title contention because we don't know who else is on their roster just yet. Well, as of right now, we I mean they've got what three tag teams: Bucks, Lucha Brothers, and that new one they just signed, um, Private Party. Yeah, but are they better than those three? I mean, like, Gallows and Anderson. I, mean, I would put them on the same level as maybe Lucha and and Bucks. Are they really? It's on a different this? style. Yeah, but I'm like, are they on the same level of the Bucks? No, no other team is really on know. the same level as the Bucks inside of the ring, and when it comes to promoting right, outside, but it's the ring. Di- and it's it's a, you know it's different. I don't know that we've well, I'm sure we have seen. No, we haven't. I'm sure we haven't seen Bucks versus the Good Brothers. I, I, I not in America. No, <laughs> that's for sure. I no. mean, it's not something that I, it's not saying that I wouldn't pay for it. That's for sure. If you make um, it happen, I'll watch it. But I'm just saying that. Even if they go over and they might be in the picture a little bit more, I don't necessarily mean that they'll yeah. automatically become champions. Right. Uh, speaking of tag titles, um, uh, it just breaks my heart. Uh, the Hardys, uh, Jeff has injuries. He's got to deal with some injuries, and so they had to relinquish the SmackDown tag team titles. Um, I know they were gearing up for that really nice nostalgia run. Mm-hmm. I, I was thinking maybe they would hold it all the way to SummerSlam. And then I was they hoping would, so. They would put another team over, but I mean... Um, 
you heard it when we talked with Dustin earlier yeah. on the show. I mean, think about it. Dustin. He was telling us about his you know multiple surgeries on his shoulder, the two knee surgeries he just had. That I he mean, was this is this was this is what number three since Jeff and Matt came back to WWE. Yeah, number three on Jeff. Yeah, but I mean. Think about it. You go back through his whole, I wanted to say discography because I was thinking about music, but you go through his whole video library and half of the stuff is him jumping off of ladders from really high distances. So the fact that he's even wrestling now and putting yeah. in like championship performances is amazing to the grit and his ability to fight through pain to continue doing what he loves. But I mean, time catches us all. Yeah. And wrestlers if you if you don't get to speak with a whole lot of them they will always talk about that bump card you carry a bump card with you right you mentioned all the time you only have so many punches on that card. yeah you only get so many punches on the bump card right. and when you take your last bump you, oh you know and your bump card might only go up to 100 and some others people's well they're like cherry funk's bump card <laughs> and they they're like infinity yeah <laughs> or pco's bump card or pco yeah that's right so yeah. you only anyway, get so many only so uh, many we just we just hope for the best for jeff and and for matt and well, hopefully they can come back, and hopefully they can get one more good run in them. Well, I really want to see one more really good WWE run for Matt Hardy because yeah. you saw him get into fantastic shape for this tag team run. He seemed to kind of have put aside the fact that he wanted to do more individual creative things and kind of buy into like, okay, we're doing the Hardy Boy thing again. It's going to be fun, though. Right. But I think maybe... This is a good time to let the WWE, uh, to let Matt Hardy try to have some of those creative juices again. Yeah, especially if you're going to be doing something like a Fire High, Fire High, Firefly Fire Funhouse. Fun Why won't like the Hardy Compound work? You know, if you're going to have the same type of right stories being told. Yeah, no, I get you. I get you. Uh, anyway, so we'll see what happens. Are um, you are you happy with the fact that the WWE Universal Championship? Is on weekly television now. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Oh God, yes. Okay. That's why it's supposed to be. Even doesn't have to be defended, but at least we <laughs> get to see him. He doesn't have to be defended, but at least you see the champion. Okay. I mean, Ric Flair didn't defend every time he was on TV, but he was on TV. True, but it was a different time then. Doesn't mean doesn't mean it shouldn't be that way now. Kofi's on TV all the time. AJ was on TV all the time. Hulk was on the TV all the time. Champion should be on TV, even if he doesn't have to defend it. But I think that Brock was saying more with him not being there because yeah. he was so special. Brock was saying he didn't care. Well, yeah, because, I mean, that's how you do it. I mean, you get paid to be there. Has he signed that match with Cormier yet? For I UFC? hope not, man. I don't want to watch that. No. I, why, maybe, why? Maybe that. And maybe that ship has sailed. And if it's sailed, fine. I hope Brock goes back to his log cabin and chops wood and, you know. Chills with Sable. And, chill, and Sable cooks him a good meal. Does she cook? I don't know. I have no clue. They might be. Or I was going to say they order from, out, but the, where they the live, they don't sounds, order out. From, where, from <laughs> the sounds of sounds of it, the location where their cabin is, I'm not sure they can order That's out. That's what I was getting. At. I was like, oh, so, never mind. Everything has to be catch and kill, yeah, right? Yeah, you're very right. <laughs> and cook. Anyway, um, when we come back from this time out, we will let you know what's happening in independent wrestling around the area. You're listening to Sports Guys talking wrestling. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Unholy Gregory James, and you're listening to Sports Guys Talking Wrestling. Sports guys talking wrestling on the horn. Stu Myrick, Justin, the Smash Simmons. Um, we are kicking off. It's May 1st. We're kicking off probably our busiest month between four wrestling events that will happen here in Austin plus the Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame induction weekend. We're going to be hopping. 
And Mother's Day. And Mother's Day. Let's not forget <laughs> Mother's Day. And Hornbash. Yeah. And all the other stuff all we got going. All that's going on this yeah, that's right. month. Jeez. Um, so, of course, we got to let you know what's happening elsewhere in independent wrestling this weekend. We got to tell you where to go see some of this great action. And we will start in Haltom City. VIP Wrestling presents Watch the Throne. This will be Friday night at the Haltom Theater in Haltom City. Bell time, 8 p.m. You just heard the unholy Gregory James. He will get a shot at the VIP championship against 50 caliber Barrett Brown in a steel cage. Plus, crime time will be there. Matt Cross, Alice Garcia, fresh off a WWE tryout. She will be there and many more. That's VIP Wrestling Friday night in Haltom City. Main Event Pro Wrestling presents Star Wars on Saturday, May the 4th be with you. <laughs> At Caldwell Elementary Arts Academy in Tyler, bell time is 6 p.m. You see Will all day, Big Daddy Yum Yum, among others. That's Main Event Pro Wrestling Saturday in Tyler. And then Pride and Glory Wrestling presents Live Pro Wrestling Saturday at Game On Athletics in Denton. Bell time, 7 p.m. Proceeds will benefit the Women Veterans of America chapter there in Denton. You'll see Dirty Andy Dalton, Ashton Jacobs, Steve DeMarco, and more. That's Pride and Glory Wrestling Saturday at Game on Athletics in Denton. That's a look at independent wrestling around the area. One other event that's not necessarily a wrestling event, but it is tied to wrestling. You heard Cowboy Jane Mantel talk about this uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, Texas wrestling legend Cowboy Scott Casey will be at the Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame in Wichita Falls on this Friday from 4 to 6. He'll be signing copies of his book, One Last Ride. Yeah. This is his autobiography. So if you're in the area, go up there, get some good stories from the Cowboy. Uh, I know he and he and Johnny will probably be trading a lot of stories. <laughs> and that'll be one of those times when you want to like sit down a recorder and just, just listen. Yeah, I was just going to say, if you get a chance and they're both there, just sit and listen because the stories are amazing and you get a chance to see the hall while you're there too. That's right. Absolutely. You know, I, this week is um, the annual reunion for Cauliflower Alley Club and I was privileged enough to go last year and that was one of the best things about that reunion was just listening to stories because you get, you know, like last year met Baron Von Raschke, which I never even imagined of meeting <laughs> and there he was and got to talk to him. Uh, and I've he didn't seen, claw you. Uh, he did not claw me I, and I've seen photos already uh haku's there with yeah. with the barbarian uh, and of course our good friend mark henry is being honored mm-hmm. with an award him there andrew anderson the reinforcer is being honored as well well deserved so um shout out to both of them congratulations to them we'll i'm gonna see if we can get mark on next week and uh get his find out some fun stuff from las vegas so but yeah go check out Pro- professional wrestling hall of fame Plus, you can buy your tickets for induction weekend while you're there. So, uh, kill two birds with one stone, yeah, right? You definitely don't want to miss induction weekend this year. That's I mean, right. there's so many people that are coming into town for this. It's just growing each and every year, and I think this is going to be the best year yet. I think it will be. I think it will be. What do you got going this weekend? I know uh, play by play for something. <laughs> yeah, I have to go to Dallas. Uh, it's a. Uh, I think it's just like the Texas rugby region. I'll have the official name on me right now, but they're holding their their regional championships in Lake Highland. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Lake so Highland, just, yeah. just a little east of Dallas proper. Yeah. So uh, I get, uh, the Von, I think at least one of the Von Ericks w- at one time was build. announced, build from there. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking too. But there's a, a whenever they wouldn't say Denton. Yes. Whenever they wouldn't say Denton County. Right. Yeah. But uh, apparently there's a, a two day rugby uh, competition being hosted by the Texas rugby unions, the TRU. Okay. And they contacted me and asked me if I would be their lead commentator. So I'm going to be uh, calling rugby for the next. Two and you've days. played rugby. So of course this yes. is right up your alley. So. Former Texas A&M rugger. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Um, this weekend. Uh, I have, I, again, proud to be the uh, member of the Austin chapter of the NFL alumni. We've got our annual golf tournament Friday, uh, hopefully, if it doesn't I was rain. Say, are you guys going to be able to play? If it doesn't rain. We got rained out last year. so. But if it doesn't rain, it should be a fantastic uh, day benefiting the Center for Child Protection. And then Saturday, uh, you, if you've listened to the horn, you know Saturday, Horn Bash, Buck's Backyard in Buda. Um, if you haven't gotten passes already, I think Chad and Kevin are going to be out uh, later this week, either tomorrow or Friday. 
I think they're gonna be at Buck's backyard on Friday. So you can go by there and get get your free passes. Yeah. Um I'll be out there, so come by, say hi. Um and they should follow all the other horn personalities on Twitter. I that's know that right. Wags was floating around Round Rock area oh, when yeah. he was hosting his draft night. Absolutely. And he had passes to give away then. I know Bucky and Aaron got passes. I know Trey and BK. Um and you'll we'll all be out there. So come check it out. Barbecue cook off. We're having a Bloody Mary contest. Um, how, good sport, are your, how good are your Bloody Marys? Uh, mine, I, I'm really good at drinking them. <laughs> so uh, there is the the Sportscaster Disaster. Uh, thanks to Cap City Comedy Club for sponsoring that. That's gonna be you cool. get your shot at doing what we do. So that'll be fun. I dare anybody to try to do wrestling talk. Oh, come over here and tell if, me how easy it if, looks, please. I tell if you if you do some wrestling talk and you're good enough, I might bring you on the show. All right. Well, I mean, if Melissa Foss shows up and does well, it, Melissa's I mean, a but pro she's, though. But she's a natural though. She's a pro. I mean, not everybody just. Walks I, into and it. that's the thing. I don't think Melissa's qualified because she's she's kind of our proxy guest host. Because <laughs> I was gonna say there's not a problem. I mean, anytime she walks, at in, least she, unless Matt Stryker shows up. Well, then she might get a little flustered. She, she she'll get a little flustered. But so. I, yeah, I, I like to see some of our listeners out there and yes. see if they can. Uh, you know, I don't want them to you know try to step into my boots, so to speak. No, no. Or lace them up, but no. I, I like to see if you can be one of our colleagues. Some, yeah, see what you can Who knows? do. Who knows? We may we may put you on on our show. So anyway, come check it out. It's it'll be a blast. That's Saturday, uh, all day. Buck's backyard in Buda, the Horn Bash, and uh, should be a lot. It, last year was a blast. This year should be just as much fun. So uh, that'll do it for this week's sports guy talk, talking wrestling. You can follow Justin the Smash Simmons on Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch at the Smash Simmons. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Stu Myrick. That's S-T-E-W-M-Y-R-I-C-K. You can follow the show on Twitter at S-G-T-W-A-T-X. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Sports Guys Talking Wrestling. We are proud to be the official broadcast partner of the Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame, and we're proud to be part of the great lineup you hear every day. On the flagship station for the Texas Longhorns, we are the Horn. Catch us Wednesday nights, 8 p.m., on 1049-1019 AM1260, or you can catch us anytime on demand by going to hornfm.com and click on the On Air tab, or by subscribing to us on your favorite podcast platform. Our thanks to Dustin Rhodes for joining us, and our thanks to you for giving us a little bit of your time tonight. For Justin, I'm Stu. We will see you at the matches. Goodbye and good night. <laughs>